This is Michaela McLean, and you're listening to Beauty by Design. Welcome to Beauty by Design, the intersection of inner and outer beauty. I'm your host, Michaela McLean, a master esthetician who uses human design to empower people to love and accept themselves from the inside out. Let's get you high on you. All right, welcome back. We are here on May 1st, Beltane and going to talk about the May transits. We're hot off the heels of that new moon solar eclipse in Taurus that just happened yesterday. Uh, This was conjunct Uranus, right? Which is disruption and, you know, shake shake it up kind of energy. Um, Eclipses already contain the potential for major change, timeline shifts, rebooting, I like to think of it as time to take your hands off the wheel and release that human illusion of control. Just let the universe take over for your best interests. Um, So, so curious, you know, again, because of the Uranus thing, like what, what is everybody's experience with this? Um, I I had Uranus sitting right on top of my Chiron or it currently is and will be for quite some time in that, that area of the chart. Uh, So with this, this eclipse, I'm like, I personally finally feel myself kind of coming out of a bit of a a funk that I've been in for the last couple of months. Um, At least I'm hoping I'm coming out of it. (laughs) So anyway, uh, let's talk about the rundown, the rundown for May. This is major transits. Um, All times stated are going to be Pacific. So please convert for your time zone. So May 2nd, Venus is going to move from Pisces into Aries, and Venus is the planet that governs love, beauty, morals, um, and Aries is like the spark of new life. It's the warrior, the... It's jumping in, you know, going first, taking the initiative. So uh, to me, I'm like, what What do you value so much? You're willing to throw caution to the wind and just go for it and that you, you're so in love with it. Um, that's that's big, potent energy that's really, you know, just getting going, I think. I think there's part of this about just having felt very, very foggy and held back. And this is, this is going to be energy that helps kind of like move us forward. On May 10th, Mercury stations retrograde in Gemini. So you, you heard it here where we're going to have another Mercury retrograde, right? Something that happens three to four times a year for about three weeks at a time. Um, Mercury rules our thoughts and communications and Gemini is that sign that's very inquisitive, curious. I always say it's the social butterfly, that champagne bubble energy and retrogrades. They are about slowing down and all the re-prefixes. So review, revise, revisit renew, recycle, rejuvenate, whatever, whatever you want to re. Um, it's happening over the span of two human design gates. So it begins in gate 20, the gate of the now, and then it ends in gate eight contribution. Like what's your personal contribution? So just an observation. These are both individual uh, circuitry. So very much about the person. And you think about, okay, being in the, in the moment and then needing to kind of like 
backpedal. Um, and then really revising or reviewing what your personal contributions are to the whole, you know, what are you talking about? What are you into and how is that impacting other people, uh, for better or worse? So that same day on May 10th, Jupiter moves into Aries where it will hang out until it stations retrograde, uh, what end of July, July 28th and return and will return to Pisces on October 27th. So it's going to be all those outer planets spend quite a bit of time every year retrograde. So it's not as, as, a you know, kind of, um, ha- doesn't always have as big of an effect as those inner planets, like say Mercury does even, even Venus and Mars when they go retrograde. Uh, Mercury is just the one that's close to us and it does it all the time. <laughs> so, so Jupiter doing it, it's like, Hey, it's just something to be aware of. Um, but we're going to get that taste basically, you know, Jupiter is expansion, abundance, blessings, and Aries again, you know, it's the beginning we're starting over. Um, it's going to feel like, I feel like a bit of a, a leap forward in a way, you know, all this very cosmic soup Pisces energy we've been in with Jupiter and Neptune and various other planets, um, traveling through, but now we're, now we're going to kind I like spring ahead, you know, it's big, bold energy. It's a big burst of pure firepower. So, you know, like I said, Jupiter isn't done in Pisces completely, but this is giving us a taste of like what's coming our way. It's our appetizer and it's happening. It starts in gate 25, which if you want to hear more about that, go back to the first, very first episode of this podcast, where I go into the details of gate 25. So I think it's going to be gay 25 is the love of spirit. Just, just FYI, if you don't go back. And so again, um, you know, we've had Jupiter and Pisces and along with Neptune, very, very spiritual energy and gate 25 spans both Pisces and Aries. And so this is kind of like fun. It's like, I think we're just going to continue to have this unfolding of, of spiritual awakening and like, you know, more and more people. So on the 15th, we have the lunar eclipse, which is the full moon in Scorpio. This is the, 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 the eclipse itself is exact at 9 11 uh, p.m. And then just a couple minutes later, 9 14 p.m. is technically the full moon. So eclipse, right? We just, we came off of a solar one. Now we're going into a lunar one. Um, eclipses, this is, is a south node. So this is about looking at our shadows, releasing collective karmic baggage. Um, I always feel like the, the, the solar one, the one that's in alignment with the North node is a little bit more, more like, Hey, let's, let's get on the path. And the South node one is more, let's release the things that, you know, we don't need to be hanging on to. So Scorpio, what what could we be releasing around that? Um, Scorpio is a more hidden side of life. Oftentimes it's the things that seem scary, you know, what we don't want to look at, but it's also the magician and the alchemist. It knows how to take trash and turn it into treasure, turn lead into gold. Um, so happening in gate 14, which is possession in great measure, it's a gate of power skills. And this, this gate, gate 14 releases energy, which is money, resources, what have you to empower direction in life. Um, it's a money gate, right? And Scorpio is, is a money sign, you know, other people's money help from outside sources, even the universe, um, 
the low expression of 14 is being out of alignment with yourself, like, you know, not following your strategy and authority or lacking the awareness that you don't need to be like anybody else. Your own brand of special sauce is the magic ingredient that will make doors open for you. Um, again, where I love human design, it's like, don't just be more yourself. And, and that's the thing. Don't, don't need to imitate or emulate other people. Um, the high expression is being able to relax in your design and follow your own strategy and authority, leaning into and utilizing your natural gifts, which the more unique, the better. That's where the power skills come from. It's not, not, Hey, I, I'm good at, you know, just something super mundane like everybody else's. It's, it's like, what's, what's your special unique thing or, or things that you can be highlighting? Um, you know, leaning into those and utilizing those natural gifts, the more unique, the better to do basically to do the work you love and automatically will generate all the wealth, abundance and power, right? Power is a Scorpio word needed to make that positive mutative impact on the world around you. So again, individual circuitry is mutative. Um, you, you are the change. So the aspects here, um, this is kind of an important one. So not only is it South node stuff, it's also, um, creating tension by squaring up to taskmaster Saturn in Aquarius and gate 30. Um, gate 30 is the clinging fire, the gate of the deep feels. I have a feeling this is going to be a potent one, you know, uh, South node again, it's like what we're, what we're releasing, letting go of, um, or a lot of times just what's holding us back, you know, those, those patterns that we get stuck in and then knowing that there's going to be some big feelings attached to this or getting stirred up, uh, during this time. So I'm just giving, giving you the heads up now. <laughs> On the 20th, the sun moves into Gemini at 623 PM. The sun is life force energy, right? And Gemini, again, that's that, that inquisitive, uh, you know, curious sign that wants to know things, wants to, wants to learn a little bit about everything. So, um, way more sociable, uh, typically when we move into Gemini, um, Taurus is more of, more of a down to earth homebody. Like, let me, let me hang out with my cashmere blanket. And Gemini really kind of wants to, to get around and experience other people a bit more. So it begins at the tail end of gate eight, which bridges Taurus and Gemini. Um, and then, then we'll move into that. Um, it was interesting. It's like Gemini rules my 10th house. So, um, I'll be curious to see you know, 10th house's career stuff, see what happens at that time. 22nd, Mercury moves back into Taurus, right? So it's continuing its retrograde. On the 24th, Mars moves into Aries, which is its home sign. So Mars, momentum, power, drive, that's what it governs. And then this combo that that Aries, right, with, with Mars at home, you have the, the ruling planet of war, <laughs> at home, you know, so I'd expect some mega potent, 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 mega potent firepower here. Um, yeah, I don't know for somebody that has no Aries in their chart. I'm always like, oof, Aries energy, right? So on the 28th, Venus into Taurus, again, another planet in its home sign, Venus rules both Taurus and Libra, FYI. So Venus, right? We've got that love, beauty, morals, Taurus, grounded, sensual luxury, sensual luxury and embodiment. Um, it's going to be some beautiful energy, time to 
pull out, you know, your silk robes, the diptyque candles, the, the high-end skincare, the fine wine, the French food, um, basically just, and it's an excuse, you know, Venus and Taurus is an excuse to really indulge in and, and enjoy life's little luxuries. On the 30th, we have the new moon in Gemini at 4.30 a.m. Um, we'll be out of eclipse mode, so that's nice. And back to our, our regularly scheduled moon, our new moon, um, which is seed planting time and setting intentions. This one is in gate 16. I personally have gate 16. Love that gate. It's a throat gate. It is known as enthusiasm. It's the gate of skills. And this one, so we're setting intentions or planting seeds around, um, basically pinpointing, finding your special set of skills and devoting yourself to that craft until you become a master. We'll discuss more of this, uh, closer to the new moon itself. All right, that is it for our May transits. If you'd like to understand your own chart, book a session with me. You can find that booking link in the show notes. Um, you can also join my email list, get a free 23-page guide to the human design basics. And of course, I would love to have anybody um, rate, review, subscribe, share about the podcast, you know, so we can help reach more people. And until next time, have a beautiful day. Thank you for listening to Beauty by Design. I appreciate you being here and would love to connect even deeper. The easiest way to reach me is on Instagram at Michaela McLean. Be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share so we can help as many people as possible feel beautiful by design.